This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. So welcome to, welcome back to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well today. Happy Monday. So I want to talk actually about ignoring the confusion. What the heck does that mean? So I've been guided here to play along with my intuition and go with the flow a little bit. And so what that is looking like or what that means is that I'm being asked to do my work completely intuitively and ignore the confusion the mind wants to generate. Ignore the stuff the mind wants to make up about how nobody nobody will buy anything, blah, 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 right? Like the, the story of the mind, the, the general story of the mind. And so... I'm being asked to work completely intuitively because of it to see what happens. Basically challenge the theory. Not completely sort of bullnose my way through it. That's not it because I'm working intuitively. So the idea is that my work has to be completely intuitive. If I try to do things sort of from the logical brain, I'm not going to get very far. The work has to be 100% intuitively guided so that it flows and so that it is, it becomes, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to say this. One of the things that that I have, I have trouble with, and this goes back to um, sort of the not good enough and, and, and the powerlessness thing that I've experienced in my life is this idea of, am I doing it right? So because I have this sort of, when I get a, a, an inspiration or, or guidance to, to talk about something or write something and specifically something to sell, not, not just the blogs, not, not the free podcasts, not that kind of stuff, but, but the stuff, the stuff I actively sell and make money, try to make money on. I, I have this thing about, about quote unquote, doing it right. So there's an insecurity there. There's an inability there. there. There's, there's something that happens in my head that says, I'm not sure this is going to be good enough. I'm not sure I'm doing it right. But when you're intuitively guided, <laughs> it's really hard to do it wrong. You know what I mean? And so, so I have this thing going on in the background where even with the intuition, even, even with the inspiration that shows up, I still want to go, am I doing it right? Is this even worth it? And I get into a loop in my head and I'll back off of my work. So for example, I've been talking about a course a little bit that I've been trying to create, but I got into the funk. I got into the loop in my head about, uh, about this course because it was like, well, what's the point? 
even though it was sort of an intuitively guided thing, even though it came didn't come from the logical brain, it was part of the intuition. I kind of stuffed it and sat on it for a little while. I've been sitting on it for like two weeks because I just didn't, there was that confusion in the mind that went, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to. There's the confusion in the mind that goes, am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? I guess some of it is I don't allow my in- intuition to flow as well. When I write things that are sort of for money, quote unquote, I do a much better job with my intuition when I'm just writing for the sake of writing or talking for the sake of talking, um, even writing the books, even though I get in my head a little bit um, and it can take me a long time to write a book, um, even though I get in my head and I procrastinate and stuff, when I actually just sit down to write, there's good flow in what I do. And so there's there's nothing actually wrong with me writing, especially the books. They're, they're, I actually don't do too badly there. But the thing is, is again, I do a lot of procrastination. There's a lot of me having to talk myself into it to allow the flow to just happen. So there's something going on there about this idea of the confusion of the mind. The mind wants to wants to interfere with the intuition and it wants to bring up the old story and the old story is, am I doing it right? Is this good enough? Can I do this? That's the old story. And that's not necessarily true. So I'm being asked now to actually just just go with it. Just risk it. Take take the leap. Do the thing. Just see what happens. Just you're, you're on this sort of, I'm on this, what I call, what they call even the search for truth right? So I'm looking for the truth and everything that goes on around me. And and you understand at this point that how that shows up for me, right? So I look at, I, I see the what is, I, I see the I see the world around me, I see the what is. And my goal is always to recognize sort of the story, the story behind the story. There's the what is that we see, and then there's everything that's going on behind that. And it's not that we're making stuff up. We're doing things like looking for pain. We're, we're, we're looking for, well, what, what triggered me? What caused me to react or respond the way I did? Why do I feel this way about this thing? What's the truth behind everything that's going on? Why has my life become, right? And this was sort of the question that I started when I started healing, when I started this process. I can remember, you know, on, the, on, on my awakening day, quote unquote, right? Having that meltdown. And, and being like, how did I end up here? Why did my life end up the way it has? How did I get here? That was my overall question. That was my big question was, how did I get here? How did this, how did life play out the way it had? Why? What is going on, right? And how do I fix it, right? So that was the underlying, the, the, the big question that I had was this, how did I get here? And so that question, came from a very deep place within me, that sort of how did I get here question. And that has that question continues to guide what I do and what I offer. How did I get here? How did I end up here? Why am I where I am right now? Why am I why am I doing this? Why am I talking about this thing right now? What is guiding this bus at this point? Who's driving, right? And So those are sort of the deeper questions. So when I get the intuitive guidance now to make a course or do a thing in some way, I look around and 
I always want to find truth. So the challenge at this point for me is to actually take the risk, ignore the confusion a little bit in my head, which is going to want to say, what's the point? Nobody's going to care, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And just do it anyway, but allow the intuition to guide it so that I don't get caught in my logical brain, which is going to give me a problem, right? So intuitively create the course, okay, and ignore the confusion of the mind, which wants to say this isn't worth the effort, nobody's going to pay attention, blah, 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 right? So, and I realized the other day, I kind of had to unlock myself a little bit because me, me and video, and, and I've got, it's nothing again showing up because I absolutely don't care. I'll, I'll get on a video, doesn't matter to me, right? I get on my weekly videos on, on Facebook, I do my thing. I have no issue with the video. I'm not scared to, to appear at all, there's nothing there. I, I'm doing this in my pajamas right now. Honestly, the idea of getting up and getting dressed to actually appear decent, even if it is just a sweat top, but to appear decent and get on a video, it actually just feels too much like work. <laughs> I, I really just don't want to. And, and so some of it, I, I kind of stopped myself. It was like, but I just don't feel like getting dressed. I don't feel like doing the video. I just, no. But I was like, well, then just do audio only. And then you don't have to worry about what you look like. And it was like, okay, I'll just do audio only. So, and I was like, oh, this is so much faster, so much easier. So I did a few that way. And it was like, wow, okay, that feels better. I can deal with that. The, the videos are slow. In a lot of ways, the videos are slow. The upload times are slow. Getting, having to get dressed and, and sit in front of the dang thing is slow. But the fact that I can just grab a mic and, 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 and use Audacity for recording and just do it quick and, and the, the things are short and they only take a few minutes to, to, to compile and they only take a couple seconds to upload because they're quick, that, that's part of the process, right? Some of it is just unlocking the human that, that really wants it, quote unquote, easy and, and doesn't really want to do the work to, to get dressed and do the video, right? And I don't mind for clients, like I have no problem with it, you know, on client days, because I have days of the week where I, I take clients. I don't take clients every day of the week, right? So I have client days. I have appointment days where, where I take appointments. And so by doing that, though, those are days where I have to get get up and get moving on days when I have clients, right? And I don't take clients before like 11 o'clock my time because I hate getting up and out of the house. It drives me nuts. I don't want to do that. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't do this. I, I didn't do this to have a quote unquote normal routine, right? Of, of getting up really early in the morning and being at work by 8.30, you know, and having that, having that normal routine of like eight, nine to five or 8.30 to 4.30 or whatever. I, I didn't do this to have a normal routine. So I, I don't hold myself to the rules <laughs> around what it's supposed to look like in terms of my times. So, so I, you know, if, it, if I were left to my own devices, if, if I didn't have kids and other reasons to get up in the morning, I honestly, my day would start around 11 or noon anyway. Like, it, it just naturally would because I tend to prefer the later time of the day. I'm, I'm more of a night owl. I tend to prefer to be up till midnight, one, two, three, and I prefer to sleep later. And I prefer to sleep till 11 o'clock in the morning and then get up and start my day, right? Like, that's left to my own devices. That That's how I would function. So, 
I, I've, I've allowed the business to sort of relax a little bit. So I don't take clients before like 11 o'clock, you know, cause, and, and even, even with the kids, like doctor's appointments and stuff, I, I've put them in the afternoons. I've stopped putting them in the mornings. I'm just, I'm not interested in getting up and getting out of the house early in the day. I don't, I don't want to do it ever. So, and I don't like the idea of having to get up and get dressed to even take calls or clients or anything. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want a couple hours where I can just drink my coffee. It doesn't matter that I'm working. I don't care that I'm working. I just don't want to get dressed right away. I don't want to get in the shower right away. The working part doesn't bother me, <laughs> right? I'll sit here and talk. I'll sit here and type. I'll sit here and do that stuff. I have no issue with that at all, but I want nothing to do with getting up and hopping in the shower right away. I just, I don't want to do it. So, so yeah, so I, I allow myself some flex with that and I only take clients on certain days and I only take so many appointments per day, right? So I've balanced some of that stuff, you know, and so part of unlocking myself a little bit is allowing myself to do it in my own way, right? To be really, really independent and sort of do it my own way and find that balance and, and not force myself to take a 9 a.m. client when I really don't want to, right? And it's not about the client. I just don't want to take a 9 a.m. call. I really have no interest in it. So I push things later in the day. I only take calls at certain times of the day. And I do some of that to allow myself to enjoy the work that I do, right? So not doing video allows me to enjoy my work a little more, right? I don't have to worry about getting up and getting dressed. So when I get the inspiration at 8.30 in the morning or 9 o'clock in the morning, to to do to write a course I can just follow it because I don't have to go have a shower and wash my hair and get dressed and blow dry my hair and do all this stuff before I get to a place where I because yes I shower every day I wash my hair every day um I don't have to do that before I can start writing right I don't I don't have to do that so before I can start working I can just if I get the inspiration I just get up and do because I can get up and do, right? If I'm not worried about the audio, if I'm not worried about video components, then it frees me up to be able to follow things more. And that was some of it. That was definitely part of it. That was a long tangent, but that was definitely part of it was the procrastination would kick in. I'd get the urge, but it would be 10 o'clock in the morning and I'd be like, well, but I'm not even dressed yet and I don't want to get dressed, blah, 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 blah. And I just, I wouldn't do it. So. So by the time one or two in the afternoon came around and I finally got dressed at lunch, right? By then I'm not interested in doing it anymore because it's the middle of the afternoon and I'm not, you know, whatever. So it's very interesting and it's probably all just a bunch of self-sabotage, but it's fascinating. So I'm finding ways around my human self a little bit, right? I am finding ways around my human self. So, okay, we're going to take out the video so I can, I can focus. I'm being asked to just wing it today and just allow this to be what it is. I'll probably get it done today because it's really, with audio only, it's actually really easy. And I'm going to ignore a lot of the confusion in my head, which is telling me not to bother. I'm going to ignore a lot of the confusion in the mind, which wants to make up the story. Because there's that story about doing it right. And that's the thing is I can remember when I first started energy healing too, it was sort of the same thing. And I've had this conversation with other people who, who bring on different skills. And it's like, you can't get energy healing wrong. 
especially not when it's intuitively guided. Like it's, it's not me. You know what I mean? It, it, it's me waving my hands around like a mad person, but it's not me in the sense that I'm not controlling the energy. I'm not actively controlling any part of that process, except that I'm allowing the energy to funnel through me or channel through me, right? I'm, I'm just a, 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 I'm just the pipe. I'm just, I'm just the cable. I'm not actively controlling any of it at all, right? So I really can't mess it up. Like it's impossible because it's not under my control to mess up, right? Um, so the worst thing that would happen would be I'd miss the cue to do the energy healing in the first place. I mean, that's really the worst of it. You're going to get what you need because I don't have control over it. So honestly, you get what you need regardless. It doesn't matter whether I'm cognizantly aware of it or not. You're going to get what you need anyway, because that's how it works. So I can't mess it up. So it took, it took a couple of tries, right? I, I did some guinea pigging on some people, right? I, I did some free ones, a few free ones in the beginning because I wanted to see what this was and, and how to use it. And it, it wasn't all that hard because I didn't really have to do anything, right? There was nothing to get wrong. It was impossible to screw up. You couldn't screw it up even if you tried. It's like you're not going to hurt anybody doing this because you can't. You're not allowed. It, it's controlled by spirits. I, I'm not in charge of this, right? Um, you know, so, so you can't mess that up. It's really straightforward. So it's that kind of stuff, right? If I just follow the intuition and I leave the, the mind alone and I let it do its thing over in the corner by itself, then it's really hard to mess it up. It's really hard to get it wrong because the intuition will create what it wants to create and it'll show up the way it's meant to show up. When you follow your intuition, you don't ever have to worry about quote unquote getting it wrong because you really can't. So it's, it's an interesting thing, that intuition. And it's even more interesting to actually ignore the confusion. Now, I have in the past sort of bullnosed my way through things. But the interesting part of that is that th those were very logical. That stuff was all very logical. I would, I would come up with a, a, an idea from my logical brain and implement said logical brain stuff and try to write a course from your head, from my head, and, oh yeah, no, that doesn't work. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, amazing. So bullnosing my way through, trying to take control by creating a course from the logical mind instead of the brain will actually get me the, the exact result I expect. And so that's fascinating. So what happens if I ignore the confusion and then follow the guidance instead? Where do I end up? That's an interesting one. What changes, right? And that's what I'm being asked to do today. Take the risk and see what happens. So I'm curious to see how this goes. I'm very curious to see how this goes because I think it's going to be a very fascinating adventure for me to do this in such a way 
that I am just allowing my intuition to guide the process. Uh, I'm kind of wondering if the course is just going to kind of do its own thing. <laughs> I'm wondering what tangents we're going to get off on. <laughs> um, things I didn't expect will show up because that's how it works. But it's interesting. This stuff is all very fascinating to me. And it's all part of this sort of search for truth. It's all part of this idea of really understanding why things are the way they are. Why is life this way? Why, why is my world the way it is? How did I end up here? And how do I get from where I am to where I want to go? Right? That was the main reason why I started this journey in the first place. I wanted to understand how, why life played out the way it did. And what I quickly understood was that it was based on how I was responding, what I was feeling and what I was thinking. And all I ever had to do was shift my response, my feelings, my thoughts in the direction of what I wanted to experience instead of being afraid of what I didn't want to experience. And that would shift it. I didn't actually have to do anything else other than that. And don't get me wrong, that's not easy. There's nothing easy about that. I've had to sit on my hands. There's been some nail biter moments. It, it, it's, there's challenge in there for sure. But I'm not stuck in I'm not stuck in the emotion behind everything all the time, right? I'm not, I'm not stuck crying it out. I'm not stuck being miserable. I'm not caught in my emotions all the time, right? I'm able to navigate the emotions a little bit more logically. And so it allows me the freedom to actually maneuver a little more easily. Not, it's not a perfect system. But generally, I maneuver a little more easily. I can do things a little bit faster. I don't get stuck in one spot as long. When you try to navigate 100% emotionally, you're going to get caught all the time. The emotion is never ending, right? And I've talked about this idea before. You can, you can look at a picture and cry. You can look at a movie and cry. If you want to upset yourself, you can. Like, it's easy to do, right? You can call up the emotion anytime you want. So if you're waiting for a day when you can't call up the emotion, it's never going to be there. So you have to figure out how to, how to maneuver around the emotion. How do I function when I can pull up this emotion? The emotion almost becomes a distraction because it's like you felt it so many times that feeling it again really isn't going to help you, number one. And number two, it's distracting you from, from getting clear on what you're calling up and why you're feeling that way. What's triggering that emotion? You're being distracted from that because it's not allowing you to look at what, what you're feeling, what's triggering the emotion and what you actually need to heal. You're burying it in, in, in waves of, of tears instead of actually paying attention to what's going on, right? If you engage the logical mind a little bit there, and you allowed yourself to, to question why you're feeling what you're feeling and not just get stuck in a pool of, in a, a puddle of sadness, 
you would actually probably find the truth in there, right? But again, like I was talking about yesterday in my live, you have to get out of the blame, shame, guilt, and victimization thing to do it, right? So you have to recognize when you're pinning your, how you feel on somebody else. You have to recognize when you're blaming somebody else for your life. You have to recognize when you're doing shame and guilt, right? Right? So for me, the not good enough thing is all is all shame and guilt and stuff, right? It's all shame. So okay, right? But recognize that. And then figure out what to do with that, right? Well, how do I challenge that that belief then? How do I challenge that idea that I'm not good enough? How do I work through that process? What does that look like? And so if I allow my intuition in, it guides me and it gets me to do things or try things to see what happens to challenge those ideas, right? That's the whole thing right there, right? So we're just doing things that challenge those ideas, right? And then by challenging the ideas and by sort of staying in the logical mind and the intuitive mind a little bit, we can navigate some of the emotion. We don't have to get so tied up in how we feel about everything. We don't, we're not waiting for the emotion to pass. We're simply understanding where the, what the emotion is tied to, right? And we're figuring out how to challenge that idea, right? How do I move on from this? And when you get some control, what you will find is you don't necessarily have to react emotionally as often. It doesn't mean we're not squishing anything. We're not burying anything. Emotion is always preceded by some sort of thought. Whether the thought is conscious or not, doesn't matter. But emotion is always preceded by thought. So if you can control a little bit the thoughts, <laughs> if you can become more aware of yourself, then the thoughts that bring up the emotion you can get a grip on so that you don't have to go sliding down that hill so you don't have to end up in the rabbit hole you have the power to control that a little bit when you're paying attention to yourself right so it's all about paying attention to yourself within the experience why am i reacting like that why am I doing that thing? What's causing that? Where did that come from? Right? And not being emotional. It's not, we're not beating ourselves up. We're not, we're not finding hammers to, to hit ourselves on the head with at any point. Right? We just accept, oh, this is why I was doing that thing. And we're not mad at ourselves for doing that thing. We don't beat ourselves up for doing that thing. We don't, we don't nothing. Oh, it's just the way it is. That's just the way I've been because, oh, look at all that pain I was in. And there you go, right? Okay, right? So at no point in this process, you know, when I'm doing all of this stuff and when I am when I come here and I start talking about, you know, the courses and, and, and the struggle and, and the, the thing with the confusion today and all of that, I at no point do I beat myself up for any of this, right? And because I never come on here and tell you about, about how awful I am, right? <laughs> I don't I don't do that. But you have to understand that I'm I'm not behind the scenes doing it either. At no point do I do I get to a place where I go, how could you do that to yourself? How could you do that? Why what right? Like at no point there's no hammer. I, I do not beat myself up 
for any of it. It just is. It, it's just, this is what happens. This is what it is, right? Are there moments where I go, well, shit? Well, yeah, of course. But I don't beat myself up. I'm not mad at myself for any of the things that I do or have done because I recognize it as just part of the process. And so I don't get grumpy at myself for it. It just is, right? So the ability to not be mad at myself is probably a big part of it, right? Allow yourself the opportunity to make the mistakes, to learn, to understand what you're doing, why you're doing it, and leave the hammer alone. Drop the dang hammer. Stop being so hard on yourselves for everything. Chill, you're fine. It's okay. Okay, you messed up. Great. Move on, right? Like the world isn't over. Life didn't end. You're absolutely fine. Move on. It just is. Things happen. Good, right? That's part of the learning experience. That's part of the truth. So if I manage to get this course written and I unlock some magical power I didn't know I had, am I going to be mad at myself for what I wasn't able to do last week? No, because there's no reason to do that. There's no reason for me to get grumbly about what I couldn't do a week ago or two weeks ago or even 10 years ago. There's no reason. I don't look back at my computer business and beat myself up because I sucked. <laughs> I just don't. And I don't want you to do it either. This is part of letting yourself off the hook. You've got to get okay with this is how I function. This is what I did. These are the things. This is why I was doing these things. Okay. And allow that to be there. Don't argue with it. It just is. And it's fine. You don't need to beat yourself up for this stuff. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it stops you. The minute you get caught in that, now you're stuck again. And now you got to dig yourself out of that hole too. Right? That thing where we beat ourselves up, where we tell ourselves how awful we are, where we use them as a hammer, where we blame ourselves for all the things we could have, could have, would have, should have done. Right? That's a story. That's just as much not true as anything else you tell yourself. Right? Those things aren't true either. So get out of them. Stop beating yourself up. I don't beat myself up for this stuff. It's a process. And you know what? I've, I've gotten to a place where even though I have the nail biters every once in a while, and even though I've had to white knuckle it a couple of times, and you know, even though it's challenging sometimes, for the most part, I just enjoy the process. Right? I don't get caught up in all the stuff, right? So I don't beat myself up. You know, I'm not like, you didn't do it right or it took you 12 tries or whatever. I'm not like, well, that took you far too long. You should have been able to do that in 24 hours. I don't go through those experiences. I don't, I don't do that to myself at any point in this process, right? I allow my human to move through the process the way she needs to. And I don't worry about whether it takes me a week or six weeks. I don't worry about whether I mess it up once or 10 times or not at all. I don't ever worry about it. I just allow the process to be what it is and I go with the flow 
and I don't get mad at myself at any point for what I couldn't do, can't do, should have been able to do, blah, 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 blah. I don't go through that. I don't put myself there, right? And the reason is that I recognize that the human needs to be able to live her life, that the human part of me, even though I'm intuitively guided for the most part, right? I don't always like to pay attention, but I'm always intuitively guided, <laughs> right? But that's the thing is the human self needs to follow the intuition, needs to understand it, needs to release the old patterns, the behaviors, the ideas, the beliefs, the habits, the thoughts, all that stuff. The human needs to do that. But the human can't do necessarily, human could do that on a dime, but doesn't necessarily do it on a dime. Sometimes it takes a while and that's okay. So I just accept that we're just going to have those moments and that there's going to be those things and that, and that that's what's going to happen, right? So that the process isn't smooth and that's okay. I'm going to screw it up and that's okay. We're just going to wing it. We're going to go with it. And I'm going to do the best I can from where I am in the moment. And that's enough, right? And the confusion happens when I do things publicly, right? The confusion happens when I, when I do things sort of for money, right? The only time I really get into any sort of confusion is, is in that space, is, is in that space where I'm uh, charging for my work or, or for any of my work. That's where the confusion comes in. The am I doing it right? And, and so there's still an old pattern there. There's still some old lessons that I have to nuke. Now it's taken me a long time. <laughs> this has not been an easy process for me, right? At all. But again, I'm not, there's no place where I beat myself up for what I can't, couldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't ever. I don't do it. We don't have that, right? So I allow the process to just sort of be what it is. And maybe, maybe, if I did that more with my work, if I, if I let my work off the hook a little bit more, right, instead of got into the, am I doing it right? Life would be a little easier for me too, huh? In that way. And so maybe that's the trick today. Maybe, maybe we've gone two or three minutes over time and it was for me to simply understand that all I need to do is take that same carefree attitude into the work that I charge for as I do into the things that I'm not charging for, as I do into working on myself on a regular basis, every day of my life, quite frankly, maybe that's what we need to do. And maybe that's all it is. All right, gang, I'm out of here. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you would kindly please share, like, subscribe to this podcast episode, wherever you are listening to this from, it would be so greatly appreciated. I appreciate you so much. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing week. I will be back on Thursday, no doubt. Have a good one, everybody. And I'll talk to you next time. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Take care. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Thanks so much for listening.